Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Wow. Holy cow. My goodness, my gracious folks. It is so good to be with you. It is a pleasure to be with you. I mean it from the bottoms, the pit of. Let's start right now. Go before the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We ask you, come into this show. Protect the show. Give us the words we need, the hearts we need to take your words, Lord Father, and put them into action. And where evil exists in this world, help us shine light on that stuff. Send it fleeing, the defeated foe that it is. We say it in the holiest name, the mighty name of Jesus, and we praise you. Everyone said amen. amen. Welcome in and thank you. Of course, Shamay with us. Yeah. Of course, producer extraordinaire saluting from the back, Luke <laughs> Cashman with us. We're chilly today, but we've got plenty of stuff. Um, we do have another legal expert guest uh, this morning, so we will get to her in just a moment. I just want to make sure everybody understands. Um, so Diana Lutfi, Lutfi is actually, I think, how we say it, master's program at DU right now. So she'll be finishing that program and then entering the world as an attorney fighting for freedom, fighting for these rights. And, and we need so much of that. We just want to raise her up, lift her up and thank her. We're going to get her take on all this stuff here shortly. Um, I had a very disturbing phone call last night about a vaccine. Vaccine injured is too nice of a way to put it, folks. I, I just can't use that. It's the vaccine decimated. It's the vaccine pulverized. It's the vaccine destroyed. When you are in this kind of a hospital setting, an ICU setting, blood clots in the lung, you have fluid around the heart. That's not a vaccine injury. That's a vaccine catastrophe, ladies and gentlemen. The laws that have been broken to bring us this shot are unacceptable. So we will continue to shine light on that, folks. It's unacceptable. These, these, these stories are heartbreaking. Um, so we're going to help fathers. We're going to help parents. We're going to help those who have been coerced, tricked, fooled, lied to into these shots we can't have it anymore. These, these injuries are immense. What blows me away, the problem I really have is I have it twofold. Number one, we have victims. We have injured people that are now, most of them beyond repair. The injury, consider the injury more like a paralyzation, a paraplegic type stuff, the life-changing type stuff. These shots are life changers. There's no denying that. But these shots are world famous for blood clots, heart damage, neuropathy. The symptoms that come after vaccination for about one out of six people. They're, the COVID shots are world famous for this stuff, but doctors that have sworn their allegiance to the Democrats, they look everywhere else but the vaccine. I, I, we just can never stop on this, folks. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and bring in Diana right now. And I want to thank you. I, I had the privilege of speaking, or she spoke to our group, our Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom nonprofit, Health Freedom Group, a few weeks ago. And we're just praising everyone who's gotten their nose into the nitty gritty and is going to expose and help those seek justice, seek recompense against really the greatest catastrophe we've ever experienced in, in mankind. There has never been a vaccine shot poison uh, movement like this in the history of our world. There's been some isolated incidents where they took incredible advantages of, of uh, Tuskegee group and women prisoners. And, and we've done testing on human beings and, and, and we've done this, but never at this scale. Um, Diana, Matthew Dark Show, welcome in. I want to thank you for joining us. I just want to start us a little bit. What got you going? I mean, how did you first put your nose to the ground on the legal issues that must be addressed when it comes to COVID-19 shots and the environment that sort of created this this mass really dangerous situation welcome in and thank you diana thanks for having me of course um i think i got started 
essentially almost accidentally, I uh, went to undergrad at UC Berkeley. I had a professor who asked me what topic I would study the rest of my life, and I responded, I would like to understand more about the patient-physician relationship, um, particularly because in my experience, I've witnessed how uh, the informed consent process has not always been apparent in healthcare, and I wanted to understand why. Um, and so I went into the area of bioethics. I met a professor who took me to several conferences, and in one of the conferences, I, there was a palliative care physician at Stanford who uh, ended up saying that medicine is coercion. And I, I thought that was extremely fascinating, and mm. I wanted to explore that topic a lot more. And that became the subject of my undergrad research. Um, I explored instances of coercion in pediatrics, yes. uh, which is one area where the law has not necessarily opined on, um, nor given um, the benefit of the doubt to parents to. Uh, so I went to about 30 different states, mm. um, interviewed both physicians and parents and social workers in terms of what happens when when a parent says no to a medical procedure yes. uh, doctor deems necessary. And those instances are specifically in regards to vaccinations and in regards to um, oncology treatments like chemotherapy, uh, cancer, uh, surgery, etc. And I discovered that for many of these parents, there was absolutely no choice. Mm. Um, so that really got me upset, and it led to all of this. Um, yes. so it led me to get a master's in healthcare management. It led me to figure out whether or not employees had informed consent rights. Um, so that ended up being my capstone. It led me to end up fighting for wonderful healthcare professionals that... Um, have essentially been outed by the board for calling and speaking truth to these issues. And it also led me to law school. Yes. Yes, and we want to praise that because for and we've said this for a, a couple of years now that the really the only way for this to get undone is going to be through the courts. As sad as that may sound, but that's where this is going to have to get resolved and we've have there is laws already you know, supporting, uh, you must be free of coercion. You must give, you know, legally obtained informed consent. We were just testifying this week down at the Capitol regarding a parental choice uh, on the COVID shots. And one of the doctors on the opposing side, I was stunning, but, you know, he, he didn't really speak a lot of truth, but he, he said this. He said, when we have a minor child coming in for vaccination, we just simply ask, do you have any questions? And if they don't, we give the shot. Yeah. And, and so it speaks to what you're talking about is this we're not dialing in. There's not a, a hard line in the sand that these things all must be disclosed before you proceed. That's not going on right now. And we're creating victims. So the legal path for a lot of people, because the scenarios are, are, are abundant, they've either been, Diana, injured by the shot uh, or they've been like fired for their job or demoted from their job and stuff. So. Where are the violations of law? Can you kind of hit some spots? Because what we want people to do is start thinking about, yeah, that happened to me. I might have a case. I need recompense. Where are the areas of law that you've discovered that we have clear violation and we need to proceed in seeking justice for those victims? Yeah, um, I 
I guess I'll start by what you just said. Uh, those injured um, by the vaccine, um, although there is still that sort of blanket of qualified immunity at the current state for pharmaceutical companies um, and right. for government entities. You can, however, um, sue the person or the entity that provided the vaccine. So whether that's the, the clinic, the hospital, uh, the specific healthcare professional, um, and you can also sue uh, the entity that required it. Um, so long as it's not government-based. So if you have um, a private school or a private employer, um, they for mandating any sort of vaccine, they now hold responsibility to also cover for um, the side effects and the illnesses uh, that occur, similar to how they would also be required to cover side effects from any sort of occupational health screening injuries that would occur. You know, Um, Diana, also, too, as you mentioned through there, I I want you to hit on this. You said something, something about the boards, the medical boards in Colorado have been very aggressive and and interfering with that patient-provider relationship that you discussed, too. Um, So as you go through this, sort of the what loss did the medical boards break by really reaching through and taking over patient care? I know you know on that subject as well, too. So please hit that for the listeners as well. They don't know. a A lot of our listeners have no idea what the medical boards have done regarding their health. Sure. Yeah. So um, as far as medical boards, um, medical boards have incredible amounts of discretion to uh, discipline professionals. They have something called a very blanket statement of unprofessional conduct. And that's where we see a lot of the cases uh, around the U.S. of of healthcare professionals being disciplined for speaking out, uh, being disciplined for conducting a study. Uh, Dr. Paul Thomas is one of them. And uh, same thing in Colorado. We have the same sort of blanket unprofessional conduct uh, written within the board's sort of discretionary powers. Um, That uh, may be a huge violation of freedom of speech. uh, If a board decides to, for example, discipline healthcare professionals for writing medical exemptions, or if a board decides to discipline healthcare professionals for disagreeing with CDC recommendations or FDA recommendations or protecting and advocating for their patients. Um, That would very much be a case. I uh, have not personally seen that specifically happen in Colorado, but I'm absolutely sure that if it does happen, people will take action and that will constitute a constitutional rights violation. You know, in California, that law where they were going, this misinformation bill that has currently been, uh, you know, there's an injunction on it. The judge is saying exactly as you just said, it's a clear violation of First Amendment rights to speak out and say, hey, I don't know if this is the right thing for my patient. In California, up until this judge gets involved, uh, that was a violation. You could lose your home and licensure and be a street person because you dare advocate for a child. Uh, or, or, or an adult that maybe is not in a capacity to make these decisions. It's a stunning thing. Tell me, what does the road look like? So, okay, you've become injured through no fault of your own. You were told to get this by your, your boss. What does it look like? I mean, what's the path? Are we talking years and years in litigation? I mean, what do you see going forward per person that says, yes, I want to take my health back. I want to take my life back. I want justice. 
what are they getting into there? I I think any good personal injury attorney that um, understands the nuances of this issue would be able to quickly litigate it. Obviously, uh, there are limitations in terms of who they can target in that litigation. Um, ideally, if qualified immunity is lifted from government officials and from the vaccine manufacturer, uh, we would they would sue everyone. Yeah. But right now, it's it's limited to the person uh, and the entity providing the vaccine, uh, as well as the employer, if it's a private employer. Um, so I think at best, um, and, and I would encourage this, at best, uh, at least it sends a message uh, to yes. be careful. Um, it sends a message that you cannot skip out on this full informed consent process. It sends a message that um, people need to understand uh, both the benefits and the risk, all the risks uh, involved in any sort of medical procedure, uh, COVID vaccines included. Um, so I, I think that would be one way of injured individuals getting remedies. Um, the other way, obviously, is through the government remedy program, the ICP, um, but that often takes a while. Uh, and that also does not provide for attorney fees. So uh, most individuals doing this process will probably have to go at it alone unless they find an attorney who they're willing to pay to, to help them in the process. Um, the other sort of remedies that uh, individuals are able to, find, to seek are for religious exemptions. So if your religious exemptions have been denied um, by your boss, uh, by the government, uh, whomever, that's also another constitutional rights violation. And we've um, seen that uh, unfair, crazy practice within the military uh, and yes. also seen success uh, in that because it, it is a clear constitutional rights violation. Um, freedom of religion uh, and religion more specifically has been defined by the Supreme Court as any sincerely held belief. Yeah. So regardless of the justification, as long as you believe that the vaccine is not safe, as long as you believe that you shouldn't take it personally, that is covered and that is protected by the courts. Um, another route, I think, uh, that one could go, um, and this is a much longer route, but would provide uh, the greatest sort of remedies uh, for everyone is the route that I can and perhaps uh, Brian Ward is also trying to take yes. uh, with regard to pinning um, administrative agencies authority. So I can, uh, the informed consent action network, I, I don't speak for anyone, but uh, as what I'm understanding, they have uh, essentially done a whole bunch of uh, freedom of information requests. Uh, pertaining to the science, pertaining to the vaccines, um, pertaining to both the FDA approval process and the CDC guidelines. And what is being demonstrated by these requests when the records come out um, is that there is a clear indication that the FDA knew about all these side effects. There's also a clear indication that um, vaccine manufacturers have not always followed all of these proper safety protocols. Um, given all of these things, I, I think that could also accumulate, uh, accumulate to, to a bigger fraud lawsuit. 
um, whereby uh, one reasons that you know the guidelines and the recommendations were not based on sound decision making or were not even based on any sort of science. Um, I know that the theory group has uh, received statements that um, says that you know the FDA does not have data on this. The CDC does not have data on this. Um, signed statements. And so I, I really do see that uh, the combination of these groups are likely going to attack um, the, the sort of fact that mandates exist uh, to begin with because there is a lack of justification for them. Yeah, yeah. And so that's helpful. Well, I just uh, want to thank you, Diana. I mean, Diana Lutfi, is, Lutfi, is am I saying that right? I want to make sure I get the pronunciation right. Okay, perfect. I want to thank you. Now, um, now moving forward, I think we're really just now is we need the brave clients, the the brave yeah. attorneys, putting them all together. There's multiple avenues for this to come together. And I'm of the opinion once these lawsuits start, it's going to be a feeding frenzy. Attorneys, there's not been a ton of money in mass vaccination. We've never seen this before. It will become the new auto accident. Frank Azar is going to want a piece of this. They're all going to want a piece of this stuff. And so it's brave attorneys, brave citizens, bravery, bravery and courage just going through and really making sure that those who have harmed us get held to to a consequence and i think the consequences in this one are significant diana i want to thank you so much reaching out we're going to continue to stay in touch with you we thank you god bless you and we will talk to you again very soon yeah thanks thanks for having me you got it take care folks we'll do this we'll step into our first break we've got a loaded show we've got more coming uh stay with us we're just getting warmed up here the matthew dark show thursday february the 9th coming right back Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. All right, folks, back with you. Of course, our guest, Diana Lutfi, we, we thank her. Uh, she's currently in a master's program at DU and just, just digging in deep. There's so many avenues uh, for relief uh, that we can get her that we would, uh, we would do here. Uh, let me just go to the next 
spot here. You know, the yeah. Twitter executives, uh, the Twitter executives were at Capitol Hill and basically they're getting called out. They're getting held to account. They're getting buried. Um, I want to play a few clips that would um, that just sort of give the temperature of the room. The first one I want Clay Higgins, representative from Louisiana. He's going to that board that uh, he's telling the Yoel Roth and the monsters of Twitter that were a yes. part of the Hunter Biden suppression, a part of the Hunter Biden, um, you know, uh, scandal by the FBI. The FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress a known fact that the Hunter Biden laptop was real and legitimate. Um, give me Clay Higgins, representative of Louisiana. This is a threat and it's a real threat to the executives of Twitter. Go ahead. Bottom line is that the FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election. Knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar with that. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen doing depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mr. George. So this is this is why that winning the House was so critical. Yes. That kind of hearing never takes place with Democrats. Never, ever, ever. And so you just ask yourself, hey, Democrat moms and dads, um, you need some advocacy here. There's another. So here's one issue. The Hunter Biden laptop. It was fact. We know he's on there. It's not who cares about Hunter Biden's um, sex stuff and his he's in the nude all the time and he's doing drugs. That's that's just one element. Really what the laptop laptop exposed was the Biden crime family. Yeah. The business model of Joe Biden. Right. He's going to 10 percent for the big guy. That's the big guy. Right. That's how we learned about the big guy. And the FBI knew that Mm -hmm. betrayed its own citizens. Yeah. So that's one angle that the FBI was involved with Twitter. Okay. Now then, Representative Nancy Mace from South Carolina. Yes. This is very good. She has a couple of clips. Now, let's see. Well, she's in. She's vaccine injured. I've got a couple of her. But, you know, the fact that Twitter withheld this information and then she goes and gets a shot. Now, she has responsibility. She should know better. Um, everybody who made that decision, you know, they needed to do their own fact finding. But the fact that Twitter brought down information that might have been useful mm-hmm. to that thought process. Let me hear Nancy Mace on these uh, injuries. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else of Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situation. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? We have a 
program. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets? Yes or no? We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. Okay, so be very clear there what he just said. Mm-hmm. Twitter, private company, Town Square, as Elon Musk says, the United States government sent them a demand letter to take down CDC information. Folks, stop. Yeah. Put your brakes on. Don't get mad at Twitter. I mean, Twitter's a part of the problem. Your own government, who knew every single risk about these shots, they knew about myocarditis and the thousands of deaths in the trial. They knew all about that. They knew about Pfizer and the pregnancy trials where mothers lost 28 of the 29 babies. One successful pregnancy in the Pfizer trials. One. Okay. That's a problem. Nancy Mace was also injured herself through vaccine misinformation. Let's have it. He once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of trends blacklist. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I so we have Twitter now and the and the government interfering with the 20. 20- 20 election yeah and we also now have them participating in medical malpractice in which we're withholding potential side effects and then people go get these vaccines folks we're way beyond the point of vaccine injured we've polarized people do you have the clip where she asked if you're a doctor i heard that one last oh, night when i was so at, i actually was at the gym last night and i was listening to fox news yeah. and i heard it oh and by the way vaccine injured vaccine harmed john fetterman go figure what a month into his uh post is already Already injured. I can't believe. I can't believe this stroke victim uh, is having these problems, and he's vaccine injured, and nobody will acknowledge it. Folks, this is serious collusion, and you were the price they yeah. paid. You. They had well, no problem with that's this. That's what I liked about her her comment on um, on to them. Do you have a Do you have a doctor's degree, or None are you are you in the do, medical right? field? And the lady's like, no. And she's like, so why do you think you have the right to remove a like Yale or you know Stanford doctors? Stanford doctors. Hey, we're supposed to think. Harvard, yeah, okay, that's the gold standard. Yeah. It's unbelievable, but yeah. you see the collusion. And you know why this happened is the government said, take this down mm-hmm. or else. And these minions, they have no bones. They can't say, well, hold on a second. Is that right? Yeah. To withhold, to mislead, this is really quite it's stunning. It's crazy how many people do not stand up against like the orders that come through that are wrong. Well, what do we do is this. We start our morning every morning right here with bravery. That's why you tune into the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, Shemay, Luke Cashman. We do all that stuff. Luke, let's do this. I know we have Aaron Wood on the backside. We'll get a quick break. We'll come back, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're hot. We're ready right here on klz matthew dark show
Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. There's a lot of me I don't like, but I... Yes, welcome, welcome back. This is Shemaine Navarro, joined with Matthew Dark on the Matthew Dark Show. And we have an awesome guest who has put his hat in the race to run for state chair for the uh, Republican Party in Colorado. Welcome to the show, Aaron Woods. How, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, Shumei. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, definitely. You know, we're, we're kind of making our way through all of the candidates that are running for state, and we're happy to have you on to kind of talk about your vision and, and goals um, and, and what it is that made you put your hat in the race. So please share with our listeners kind of the process that made you be like, I, I want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's a story I love sharing, and I've shared it a few times. You know, it was uh, a time when I was sitting on the sidelines watching my wife and my kids get involved. Um, it was when Jefferson County was deciding for their public schools whether they should continue their mask mandates. It was shortly after Douglas County removed mask mandates for the kids. Here's my wife and here's my kids protesting outside the Jeffco uh, school building. And I'm looking at this and I'm feeling convicted because I'm, I'm seeing them get involved. I'm seeing other groups of, of women get involved like Liberty Girls, uh, folks like that, standing yeah. up in their communities, speaking out. And I felt I need to do something. I need to be a part of this. I need to stand in the gap and stand up and speak out. And that's when I got involved um, through caucus and assembly last year, getting involved, being a part of this, seeing what's going on. And honestly, I'll tell you this, it doesn't take decades of political experience or a law degree to know that something is wrong, uh, especially with our party, with, our, with our, the GOP. And being in this and, and getting my eyes on it and, and listening and, and watching and just kind of quietly observing, I see that we, we've got so, so many things misaligned in this party that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take strength and it's going to take fun to like reignite this remnant that we have of conservatives in Colorado. And more and more, God's like, you need to bring people to the fight with you. I started a group called Freedom Fathers. Uh, mm. I was looking for a group of men to join in with. Yeah. I didn't find that group. And God said, if you can't find that group, you've got to start that group. You've got to be that group. So Amen. I've had men join me in this. We're, we're getting involved in our community. We're speaking out. We're standing up. We're protesting things. We're, we're, we're taking that activism approach. Awesome. Calculated activism. You know, we're, we're not just here to burn things down, but we're here to put our foot down and draw a line and say enough is enough of these things. You know, whether it's you know, the progressive, you know, agenda with LGBTQ, whatever, whether it's, you know, trying to indoctrinate kids in schools or, you know, force vaccines on children, we need to be that voice. We need to stand yeah. up boldly. And it's not to say that the women haven't done a good job in that. They've went ahead of us and they, they started paving that path. But it's time for us to rise up and bring that strength along, too, because I'll tell you what, when, when the men show up 
that, that's when things really happen. You know, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. we put our foot down, but we get busy. Yeah. You know. And, oh, yeah, I love that. You know, I love where you're that. going with that, Aaron. I, and I just want to yeah. hit you here, Matthew Darka, and thank you for coming on. You're speaking our yeah. language. You're speaking yeah. right to our core. My wife and I were just talking about, we hit a quick meeting, a, a quick, another, you know, Liberty Girl style. This was the Colorado Health Freedom Pack. And um, the idea is we don't have enough men involved. But boy, uh, when they all come together, no. that's a powerful group. And what we say on this show is that evil this wicked mm-hmm. is going to take everybody. And so I love what it you're is. doing. And men, you know, <clears throat> they're actually craving this fellowship. Yeah, uh, they, they, they did need some yeah. leadership putting it together. Uh, so I want to thank you for that. Um, and just continue to inspire. It's a new energy. This is not really a yeah. a, a, a party thing. It's a, are you pro kids or anti kids? Exactly. And we're going to have to rise exactly. up for it, in the name of kids. Issue. Yeah. Yes. I think 100%. that really blesses me, Matthew. Yeah. I thank you for, for saying that. Awesome. So, um, you know, in terms of the candidate that are running for chair, what are your fundraising experience and your candidate experience? Well, here's the best thing. I, I don't have any experience losing campaigns, for one. Uh, oh, perfect. As a candidate, <laughs> you know, I, I do have that as an advantage. I, I've got a fresh pers- perspective, and I look at it this way. Um, raising funds, people give to what they believe in. You know, you got to look at it like if, if it's a seed, you know, I want to make sure that I'm sowing that seed in fertile ground that's going to produce a return. And I think a lot of people are frustrated because they're giving money, and they don't know what that money's doing, and they don't know if that money's being impacted. Um, so this is where it, it really takes a, um, a re-engineering and a retooling and a, essentially a rebranding of the Republican Party in Colorado to turn it into something that people believe in again. Because I, I know there's a lot of conservatives out there that were conservative before it was cool to be conservative. Right. And yeah. they feel disenfranchised. They, they feel the party's walked away from them. You know, they're, they're, stand, they're planted, but the party moved away from them. What, what I want to see is a party that returns back to its core tenants, boldly drawing a line in that sand and creating a banner that people are proud to stand behind and stand under and also feel good giving towards. And I think it's one of these things. I mean, I'll take a big biblical perspective all day long. I'm a Christian conservative. I Amen. can't help it. you you got to give first. You know, you got to give first and then receive. Give and it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, together, flowing over. Yeah. You know, th- this is what we have to do as a party. We've got to be that party of demonstration, not just speaking the words and saying this is what we're doing. We've got to start showing what we're doing. So, you know, it's it, speaking out on the issues, taking issue with the problems that we're seeing in our state. And I think when we start doing that, when we get our voice back together and we get our strength and our spirit back, people are going to see it as like, this is something new, but yeah. it's still familiar. It's something I remember, and it's something that I, I want to be a part of. Yeah. And I want to bring that excitement back. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, the terrain of the Republican Party in Colorado, there seems to be a chasm. You know, you have and people don't like these terms used, but I mean, it's it's well, you know, used terms. You have establishment and you have have grassroots. You have the pocket and you have the passion. You know, Um, how will you as chair bring a unifying message? Um, How are you? Because because we can't win through subtraction. You know, we have to win through unity. Right. Um, um, and the Dems do a really, really good job at this. How are you going to, um, you know, do that? Shumei, you said it right there. Win. Do you want to win? And I think if you can be unified on wanting to win, we can get past these things that separate us. But if you're in it for division, you're not a part of the solution. 
And I think if we, if we agree that we want to win, and then we have to agree, too, how are we going to win? And we need to look at the facts. We need to look at data, and we need to understand our society, we shouldn't be subjective to. We should be the ones creating our society around us. And I say, as a Republican platform, we need to boldly profess that we're set out to create the Colorado that it should be, not this defunct Colorado that's taxing people ad nauseum through what Jared Polis calls fees, yeah. uh, a Colorado that's an abortion destination, a Colorado that is yeah. basically subjecting its citizens as servants to a crown, if you will. And, and I think you really got to say, hey, if you want to be in this fight, grab your sword and hold on. But if you don't want to, I'm fine if you leave the table, you know, because it's going to be it's going to be one through quality, not quantity. But I think the message should resonate with people on both sides of this supposed chasm that do you want to win? I want to win. I don't know anyone that wants to be a part of something just to lose. And it's not just a matter of just, oh, well, we lost by a little less than before. I, I don't want that anymore. I want to stop the bleed and I want to start winning. Yeah. And, you know, hey, we were just down at the Capitol on what a beautiful what a beautiful building to have so much wickedness going on inside. But, you know, you're staring I up know. at this eight to three super majority, at least in this health. Yeah. And insurance. That's an intimidating oh, yeah. feat. That is not going to get undone. I say it's a decade in the works, but we're going to chip away, chip away. What we've said is conservatives, Christians, they got to get uncomfortable over the next decade. You got to do things. It's not the good old boy rhinos. I'm sorry. You are in the way and you are their prey. We need you either to snap to it or stand to the side. Mm -hmm. One thing that Republicans are going to have to do, going to have to ballot harvest, going to have to close the primary. And we're going to have to stop negotiating with demonic ideas like LGBTQ. If, if, if I'm against LGBTQ and that calls, causes me to be labeled a white Christian nationalist, mark me down. Because instead of putting a <laughs> yeah. dress and lipstick on that confused little boy, Christian conservatives, we got to be confronting that mental illness and loving that child, supporting that child. Absolutely. The bills down there, Aaron, you can speak to. I mean, I don't know if our community understands that at 12 years old, our children can enter psychiatric care. And that's shame on all of us. No, I'm fully responsible, but they, our they children are the prey. They, they are, and nobody's talking about these issues. Yes. This is why I say it's like we, we as a party need to be the example. We need to lead through example, and we need to stand on these issues. You, you said it right there with the Health and Insurance Committee meeting, 8 to 3. It's like that, that sounds like a defeat. That's a, that's a real kick in the pants. But here's the thing. When we get people out there testifying, getting their words yes. on the record in greater numbers, it, it's going to be inspiring and it's going to bring other people to the fight because our, our cause goes beyond election. And it, it yes. should. Yes. And this is where it's like we need to get this plan together. We're, we're, we're playing, you know, people say, you know, the enemy's playing, you know, chess while we're playing checkers. I don't think we've even opened the box yet to the right. checkers game. While the Democrats Correct. are playing this 4D chess math, we're, we're just we're just staring at this box, like trying to decide how to open it. Best. Right. And it's like you, you got to start playing the same game. You're absolutely right. We need to ballot harvest. We need to come up with a, a real plan to win. And that involves igniting the church, getting them yes. to understand oh, yes. Amen. how you can be effective, because there's such a lie thinking, well, well, I'm supposed to stay out of that. Actually, I think it's Exodus 18:21. It's God's command that you should elect for you men to rule over thousands, hundreds, tens, and fives. Yes. Like, this is biblically accurate. Correct. Yeah. This is what we should do. But here's the thing. There's no, there's no unified way to get that message of how to become active in front of the church and in front of other conservative communities. We've got so many groups 
uh, you know, spread across the state that are wanting to do, do the same thing, but we need to apply power on power to yep. organize these groups to get them involved and help, the, help paint a pathway to, okay, you want to be effective? This is how you become a precinct committee person. This is what you do as a job. We need onboarding process yeah. where we're able to train our county leaders to then train their leaders within the county to, to get people in the community rallied up. This is why the caucus and assembly is so important. This is why, um, you know, we need to make these things better and more enjoyable for people so they want to be involved and know what to do when they're involved. And honestly, too, 100%, we need to overthrow this Proposition 108 that allows Democrats to vote in our primaries because people yeah. look at this. Why should I be a part of this party if there's no need for me to be a part of this? Party? Yeah. I want to create a reason for people to want to be conservatives and want to be a part of the GOP. So that way we can then increase our numbers because people are wanting to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. And then it's, it's twofold. Excitement and encouragement, but then also know what the stakes are. The stakes are higher than ever. And I'm not, yeah. you know, Pollyanna here. The world is chicken little falling. I am a sort of saying that. But the idea that they've chosen children, that not that a unifying thing? But, you know, when we, we meet with a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people, and there's still this... Oh, this reservation, this passiveness of, oh, I don't want to offend the trans kid. I don't want to, I don't want to touch the racism. We're actually calling on black and brown people, minority people, get away from the Democrat Party immediately. Over here is yeah. where you can find love and prosperity. Yeah. The Democrats offer none of that. We must be more vocal in everything we do because it's really a, a we're heading in one direction. I mean, the supermajority, as it sounds right now, you might come back in four years and there's. 10 Democrats, yeah. and there's just the one conservative. There's no reason why that couldn't happen. It's that just poor terrifying. One, one Republican. <laughs> it, it should never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, seriously, how, how can people um, hear about your platform and connect yes. with you? Um, where, where, do they, where do they find you? Yeah, absolutely. I set up a website, AaronWoodColorado.com. Um, you can go there. I've got a, a nice overview of who I am, what I'm standing for. And, you know, it, it's not an exhaustive you know, plan. It's it's a it's a structure. It's it's an idea of how we rebrand the GOP in Colorado. How we reconnect with conservatives. How we reinstall confidence, not just in our elections, but in the party itself. And then how we rally the troops. Uh, I'm a big fan of you know social media and marketing and branding. So I'll, I'll be posting videos on there about me, um, speaking engagements that I've done. Um, there's also a sign up to so you can stay on my email list. And I, I'm on Facebook as well, and you can link to that through my website, AaronWoodColorado.com. Wow. Well, I just want to thank you. We want to praise you. This is the kind of spirit, uh, the stepping out. I'll step up. You know, I'll do the job, uh, and the other that becomes contagious. So I want to thank you and know that we'll welcome yeah. you back anytime. We'll support you in these efforts. If you can't go all in for kids, you're simply in the way and unfit for public office. Absolutely. So one more time on the website, and then we'll let you get out of here. We thank you, sir. One more spot where they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. Check out AaronWoodColorado.com. Aaron Wood. Colorado.com. Awesome. I was adding an S to it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Aaron Wood. There's only one. (laughs) Just Just one. (laughs) Excellent. Well, sir, thank you. Continue the good work. Godspeed ahead. We will catch you again soon, folks. Don't do anything other than come right back in one minute. We'll put a button on this show. Stay right here. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 on a Thursday.
Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Friday, folks, we're back with you, and it is good to be with you. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ, Shemay Navarro, Don't Tread on May, Luke Cashman in the back, keeping it so hot, so good. That was Aaron Wood. Uh, that was great. Those are the kind of men we want to raise up, and we were just, my wife and I were just talking about that this morning. Where are all the men? Yes. But there's out there. They're out there. They're, they're raising up. You find them in your church. You connect with groups like Aaron yeah. and, and just get involved. And all of a sudden, your little special calling, it's going to come. Yeah. Okay, the men so are it? coming. It's, it's nice. They're, they're well, rising. Watch out if they do. If it's mo- mad moms and really aggressive dads sticking yeah. up for kids, Democrats want nothing to do with that. That I can assure you. they'll send their trans men or whatever. Yeah, exactly. If what Brianna is- Titone shows up to challenge me, I say bring it. And yeah. I'm not even a fighter. I'm more of a lover. Come There's no way a trans person is representing the needs of the average Colorado family. You sound like a fool when you say it like that. Yeah. Um, uh, a text line coming in on... Um, on Diana's chat there, uh, la, 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 la. yeah, the Democrats, when they use science, I like this one. When they when they say the word science, they mean political science. Right. This is, are you fitting into what we're trying to achieve? Yeah. We're, we're trying to kill you. Are you listening and doing it, or are you defying that order to die? Yeah, get in the boxcar. Yeah, uh, it's, it's you're going to Disneyland. Don't worry. Don't ask any questions either. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. So, of course, if you want to get involved in the show, text BRAVE, 720 uh, 999-9493. So that's excellent. You can also come in on the phones, 303-477-5600, thematthewdarkshow.com, where you can catch all the replays, connect with sponsors, connect with the mailer, the whole bit. We're in the game. We're being loud. We're not apologizing for any of this stuff. And we won't stop because when you come after children, you've crossed a line. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Now, here's what this concerned me, Shemaine. This really bothered me. This Project Veritas... Yes. Suspicion. Now, we don't know everything yet. That was weird. Okay, but yeah, we wake up this morning to he's been put on a leave. Leave. Uh, some kind of six-hour board meeting in which uh, they're accusing uh, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. Yeah. Of course, we he just broke the story. We just had a the... Pfizer. Oh, my gosh, the Ironic. Pfizer. Here we are, Pfizer again in the middle of horrific things. But what we found during his expose... Mm-hmm. 
Pfizer wants to mutate the virus. Pfizer knows that their vaccines are junk. Mm -hmm. Pfizer knows that there's government officials in and out of their offices and buildings, just like they were with Twitter, running the show, supposedly in these private companies. Most people don't know that the the government owns every single vaccine on the market today. That's government property. I think people need to understand that. And there's a reason why they made it government property. Um, we heard we had legal expert Diana Lufti this morning. Um, there's so many avenues for this, but this is concerning because yet we have another situation where a freedom fighter, a truth exposer, yeah. is being squashed in silence. This one's even worse. These are the rats on his inside doing this to him. And What's crazy? You cannot separate James O'Keefe nope. from Project Veritas. Nope. He is Project Veritas. You're a thousand percent right there. One of the board members, now this was very disturbing, and this tells you every single thing you ever needed to know. If a person is using pronouns in their um, identifiers, they're not mentally stable. Yeah. They're also a part of the problem. They're also Nazis. You're aligning. Yeah. We reject pronouns, actually. Yeah. We we reject the idea that little boys can become little girls and then that we're supposed to play make-believe. I mean, how many cases have we heard in schools and in sports where a student refuses to say this obvious boy, I'm not going to call it a girl. Yeah. And then that's the child that gets in trouble. Yeah. So you can't play the game. See, we've compromised so much with these liberal, wicked, way wild things. We're left-leaning as conservatives. Yeah. It's not well, okay. Even the th- pronouns that they come up with. Like, you watch Libs of TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. They're, they have frog pronouns. Or, like, they, they make up things. And they, they're changing it all the time. And I swear it's a, it's a form of narcissism. Well, it is. Oh, my gosh. It's littered throughout the party. But, okay, so here we go. We must do this. So, Benjamin. Okay, Barry Hinckley. And it goes by Barry Benjamin Hinckley. Now, this is a board member. Uh, for Project Veritas, he has in his bio, this is like his LinkedIn bio, he, him. So it's like, how can you be Project Veritas and have something like that on your board? You realize that's a wolf in sheep clothes. If you're you're describing yourself with he, him, they, this. Again, I full, full disclosure, I know nothing and I will never know anything about pronouns. All I know is that they represent a mental illness that comes from the very demonic Democrat Party. Mm hmm. They have a board member that's working against them as they're trying to deliver life-saving truth. Aren't we glad we all heard the Pfizer videos of this maniac person mm-hmm. who says, I'm, I'm a gay liar, basically, is what he's, that was his defense. Yeah, I know, uh, right? Oh, don't, don't, don't attack me. I'm a gay. I'm a liar. You can't hold me accountable. But trying to impress people. Yeah. Oh, by the way, really tough way to impress people yeah. that you're a pharmaceutical guy um, Killing hurting the people. Nation. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Oh, okay. Should we have a second date? Are you yeah. kidding? me are you out of skull out of mind when you think about how does that come across to the nation and it didn't come across well people let's see if he ever has a date again he probably is going to be single for a long long time if he's not dead somewhere i mean my worry is where are these people when are they going to turn on and and say okay okay i went out they were they they threatened me they told me i had to say these lies and i want out the government people are in such incredible fear to say, no, you're violating me. Uh, okay, yes, let's do grab a phone. here. Okay, Rosemary, yes, ma'am, go ahead. You've got the show, Matthew Shimei. Go ahead. Oh, heck, what, what are you going to do if I have the show? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> How are you doing, Rosemary? 
let you guys know that talk with Jill, Dr. Jill Vecchio because this is a farce. You cannot have a board um, put somebody on on suspension when he is the board. Yeah. So this is this is another false flag. So talk with uh, Jill. She. She uncovered all that false reporting and if anything anything that has New York in it, it's a fraud. Right. So. That's probably pretty fair. Okay, we will do and maybe we'll set up something uh, to get Jill Vecchio on the line. Okay, Rosemary, I thank you for that thank call. You. Uh, that's a good insight there because the truth is this is we're just looking for um, a little transparency on what's Pfizer Pfizer has generated okay, between Paxlovid and the vaccine like $80 billion in yeah. government money. Here's a handout. Now, Paxlovid is junk. I know we've had Dr. McCullough on here, and he said he uses it. He's fine with it. He's not opposing. He doesn't want to limit medications. It's more his thing. Mm. But I can tell you right now, every single patient that I've ever spoken to that has taken Paxlovid has had a rebound case. Yeah. It, we wouldn't even write it for you. What's the point of it? But Pfizer made a tremendous amount of money on a, on a, on a pill that has an incredible amount of contraindication with so many different drugs, very dangerous stuff, not as dangerous as their vaccine. But think about it, folks. Just stop for a second here. You've got, you've got vaccines that are from Pfizer, and then you have Paxlovid that is from Pfizer. Since when did the entire country throw its allegiance in its pocketbook behind Pfizer? These are what the valuable work of the Veritas Project was unearthing. And it had a ton of ground because they also were getting ready to break this fertility issue and how the spike protein oh is gosh. being stored in the ovary. So of destroying course they stop it. him. Stop of it right course. There. Yeah. Stop it right there. And I don't even know if the long term play. OK, yes, we're going to kill a lot of people right now. But for those taking the vaccine, you're going to be sterile. Uh, it's showing that spike protein is settling in and just hanging tight in the women's ovaries and in testes and in yeah. so it's affecting reproductive care that's a big that's a much yeah. bigger deal than the two million that's already killed totally, because that's our offspring that's our future it, the future stops and, and you want to know what every time you bring up pfizer i just keep hearing in my head doing something unholy yes you know that song yes. it, it, that yeah. has well, and you saw them they just went out and they sponsored that demonic performance yes. at the grammys they're out the there song. and saying i mean it, the, the in your face yeah. nature of we have a poisonous shot we worship the devil and there's nothing you can do it that braggadocious arrogance evil just spewing out of pfizer but you know what folks you're the ones in control mm-hmm. you have all the say there's nothing forcing you to get this vaccine we've given you the legal avenues to just say no and quite frankly folks as morbid as it is as this may sound you're looking for that discrimination Mm -hmm. you're looking to be forced into a vaccine because there's going to be legal armageddon holy hell coming after them for the next somebody come discriminate me for the vaccine i I'm going to call Brian Ward. I'm going to call Diana. You're like Lupfie. waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And it's not about the money per se for each and individual injured person. It's the message that you send to the entity. Most of these entities think they're going to be protected by the system, yeah. that the corruption will bail them out. And that's just not the case, folks. The corruption is going to betray them. But it is you that must cause that action. If you have been coerced, if you have been discriminated against, we urge you to take action. Email the show. Connect with the show. We want to put you together, pair you up, start the process. Group lawsuits have power.
If you lost $5 or $500,000 as a result of this, but you were coerced, you were given undue influence, all these things, we're telling you you have a case. You are the body that will go tell this evil, be gone in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because what they did violated almost every single thing of God-given right, and then they didn't even issue apologies. There's none. They're doubling down. Could you imagine if the government had to say today, we screwed up. I mean, they, I don't think they, they, they they're, they're way too far past <laughs> the point. Never. So we get the great double down, the double down, the mass, the, the vaccine. Here we go. Yeah. We can't find any data that shows this is the injury is related to the vaccine. Really? Because we're getting calls weekly, a dozen of them. Some are in the hospital. Some are just, you know, hanging around at the, the house. They can't move. They're in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got to be kidding me, Luke. You've already, I've, I've demanded a three-hour show, and you still, <laughs> well, do this. And we're Thursday, so we're not coming back till Monday. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh. Are you kidding me? Well, folks, do this until next time. Remember, serve God. Help others. Stay good. Ooh, goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.